0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to a special episode of No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network. This is the show where Billy and I tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was LeBron James. Our guests were Ramon Rivas and Ryan
2: Dalton. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustick And it is Tuesday, and we needed to drop a bonus episode because something very important happened. The
1: events in the world dictated that we needed to talk to some Cleveland natives and some Cavaliers fans pronto. Yeah, very specifically because the Cleveland Cavaliers, for the first time in, I want
2: to say, 52 years... I think that's right, 52. ...just won their first championship that Mr. LeBron James promised. Doctor.
1: Doctor LeBron James. Correct.
2: At this point, he's already received his doctorate. Exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> He brought to the city of Cleveland.
1: Yes. So we decided, as or we he dic- asked. as he dictated that he would do when he came back, mm-hmm. uh, when he came back to Cleveland. So we asked two friends from Cleveland to yes. join us on this bonus, no joke, episode yes. to talk about the man, LeBron James. We are joined by Cleveland natives and excellent human beings, Ramon Rivas and oh. Ryan Dalton. Thank you guys very much for being here.
3: Oh, thanks for Thank having me. Thank you. Us, and man. I
4: can't even. You guys just said that. I can't even believe it now.
3: And I just have to correct it. It's been 52 years since any championship. just
2: not,
3: not just sports. Bryant in the all then. sports. There's <laughs>
2: been... The Browns won the Super
1: Bowl 52 years ago. Cleveland. Cavaliers and it wasn't, have... called
3: the, it wasn't called the Super Bowl then. It was just a championship game. That's wow. how old it was. That's how That's old how it was. That's how long ago
1: it was. And, and uh, Jim Brown, maybe, right? Jim
3: Brown, cool. yeah. It was Jim Brown. I mean, and they were the best during that time. Then they named it the Super Bowl and it just, we yeah, have no one's won it since. <laughs>
2: right. That's that's too big.
3: Yeah, a little too big. But yeah.
2: the spirit, uh, I mean, it seems like this weight has been lifted. I watched mm-hmm. SportsCenter from 8 p.m. to about midnight last night. The same clips of LeBron on Scott Van Pelt, like everyone just doing these interviews. And it's just like, oh, the weight has been lifted off the city. It's
1: insane. Billy and I are Nick fans and, of course, just general sports fans. And we feel like we're in a cloud of euphoria. So I can't imagine the sort of haze of elation that you guys must be just swimming through right now. Is it intense? (laughs) Could you sleep uh, last night?
4: I mean, what? It was. uh, I threw a party at my place last night. And the reason being is uh, there's a Cleveland. There's actually a Cleveland uh, sports bar right down the street. For me, Perfect. And, and uh, normally I'd go, but every time I went, they lost. And I'm like, I can't watch the game there.
2: <laughs> Isn't that so funny with sports? Yeah. We, we do that so seamlessly. We're not even playing in the games. But I'm convinced that if I wasn't in the kitchen. You do a certain thing. Exactly. My actions right. matter.
1: My actions matter. Mm-hmm. And
2: sometimes, like a bad angle watching the television is actually best for the team. So I <laughs> yeah. got to just take the sacrifice. <laughs> right. All right. But you. so the Cleveland Bar was bad luck. So you yeah, did so it at the
4: crib. We threw a party, a yeah. big party. So we prepped. My wife and I prepped for, for, for a couple days. <laughs> and. Uh, everybody came over and so it by the time we'd won i was already pretty liquored (laughs) and uh, and it was a
3: mix of it was a couple cleveland like it was me dalton al jackson were the main like comics from cleveland and dalton's wife was from cleveland but everyone else no one else was from
2: cleveland so you guys are the four that kind of post up and really watch yes Yeah. yeah but i also
3: like there were a couple of people who were Warriors fans there. Ooh. There were a couple of people who were just objection, like just Mutual. like, oh, like you know, we we want we'd like to see Cleveland win for you guys, right. but we have no dog in this fight, right? Uh, and it was nice to have that counterbalance because, yes. like, I, I didn't tweet the whole game; I no. just watched it because I couldn't, I couldn't, I, mentally, I couldn't handle it, right? Uh, so I just just smoked and watched the game and be real. Was surrounded by good people and and uh, and the, I don't know. It, it I was, was surrounded
4: by good people and the people who decided to be Golden State Warriors at that part, <laughs> fans at that party. It's just like
1: contrarians <laughs> or like bandwagon. I was fans. like
4: to the point where I, my 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 blood was boiling, <laughs> and then I'm like, who are these people and remotes? I brought him Yeah, <laughs> I brought him to the party Come on like, Ramon
2: Yeah, so, yeah. so this is the No Joke Podcast The first act We like to talk about Our previous experience With the
1: subject We talked about Cleveland But today's episode Is about LeBron James Specifically, really zero in On his majesty Yeah I would be curious to know The very first time You guys were, heard about Or became aware Of LeBron James Uh, I was I'm the
3: same age
1: as LeBron oh, So
3: when LeBron Was getting attention In high school I was in high school I was in the same exact grade Amazing. Um, And so it's been interesting to kind of see like i couldn't imagine being good at anything so good as a middle schooler that like the best
2: like shack and Kobe would go watch his high school games. That's really right. Intense. When his high was... school games were on pay per view. Yes, yes. I grew up in New on... York. <laughs> I grew up in New York, and all I knew was that there was this kid in Ohio that was sick, <laughs> and then he's Then they said you could watch his games on pay per view
1: for like twenty bucks, and that's bananas. From when he was, yeah. I want to see a junior, not even a senior, like freshman. a, ju- a no,
3: freshman. No, freshman. Jesus Christ. And uh, and so I've just always kind of, I've wa- I've watched from that to him getting drafted like. Getting drafted
1: by your hometown team is bananas. That is, that is where it, like, the optimist in me and, like the sports movie fan is like, how perfect Cleveland gets the number one pick. And then the cynic in me is like, did they like, almost feels arranged or something. Yeah. Like, what are the odds that how Cleveland perfect. would get the number one pick of the year that LeBron is there? It seems like a little too perfect almost. But Cleveland has, it hasn't won any sort of championship
2: no. in 52 years. That beats down the city. That yeah. just beats down the city to such a degree there 's a sense of helplessness I've, I have a lot of friends who are jets fans, and man it's just like they could be a good team, but they don't really believe they 're going to win the Super Bowl
1: ever mm-hmm.
2: yeah is that Cleveland was that Cleveland up in I Vegas? mean it,
3: here, here's what Cleveland is Cleveland is, and i 'm sure i don 't know if Dalton's running into this, but like when i 'm out in New York or i 'm out here and I tell people that i'm oh i 'm from Cleveland they 're like oh i 'm sorry
4: yeah. <laughs> That's just- no, like every time. How, like, every time. In, no, like <laughs>
3: because they associate you with that and they expect that to be
2: what you define yourself. And by. the
4: best part about that is I'm a lot of those people say it have never been, been to Cleveland.
2: So, what do you think it is? Like, it, it can't just be sports. Well, why, it's, why uh... are people that's that's a shot they're taking. Is it because of just your poor sports teams? No, I
3: mean, our police department's terrible. Okay, no. I mean, uh, our. We had a big mo- like I don't know like we Cleveland bottomed out in like the seventies and eighties economically because okay. of the shipyards and the auto industry, mm-hmm. all have been dying since the seventies. Right, steel erosion. So when the country bottomed out. In the beginning of the 2000s, we were already kind of f- figured shit out. We're like,
1: we've
4: oh, been bottomed out for about yeah, 25 yeah. years now. Right, so. right, right. Um,
3: but it's a very tough, I mean, fucking, what is it about Cleveland? Because there's something.
4: Historically, things have happened to us that have just gotten national attention. Like, our river caught fire. Ooh, that's what? hard to do how does in a river in the 70s ca- well because it was so polluted oh, it God. just caught fire Brilliant. I mean it's not unheard of to happen if there's a chemical spill but if you but say a- hey our river caught fire people will say I'm sorry yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it hit hard times and then the sports team's performances over those hard times were just indicative of of the people and it's, and its time oh exactly. yeah and you and they ca-
1: just the sports teams just act as sort of a microcosm mm-hmm. for the city and especially I know we were chatting about Major League the movie Major League when it came out but that was a movie when I which that, again
3: that Chris Submit. that puts that exactly. puts an m- image in people's minds. Exactly. What,
2: yeah, exactly. What team do you pick
4: to be the laughing stock of Major League Baseball? Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians. It's so. be the Indians. I mean, we were one recent I forget which year we were the poorest city in America for a year, then Detroit took the title back. Yeah, they grabbed it. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was it's just that kind of thing that Yeah kept happening over and over and over again yes right i mean johnny carson was famous he used to do jokes about cleveland in his in his monologue almost every other day
1: it's the butt it's america's but uh, yes it, america's butt yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> yeah it was it was so when lebron was drafted by the Cavs, was there an? in i'm sure there was i mean i that there was certain an instantaneous sort of injection of energy or optimism or hope when they first grabbed you were, the lottery. You were older at that point like i wasn't economically involved in the city at that you were also point.
4: 18 ramon yeah i was just also like 18 so like yeah, I, he, you were more by the way uh just to just uh you said when uh, like Shaq went to his games i remember one day it was i was working a regular industry job uh I, I it was friday it's one of those kill the clock situations where you're like what are you guys up to this weekend you don't right. care yeah. uh and they were like well me and my buddy we're gonna scalp tickets to go see a high school basketball game. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah, car- I'm like, uh <laughs> adults? are there girls there or yeah. something? Or yeah. what's more the draw? why a though? high school basketball game. Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And the next day in the the front page of the Plain Dealer, it's Ron Harper and Shaquille O'Neal were who just in town came all the way from uh, Cleveland just to watch this kid play.
2: And not to fast forward, but now it's Jay-Z and Beyonce yeah. flying mm-hmm. in from out of town just yeah. to watch just this to kid watch play. Just to watch this
1: kid play in Cleveland. Yeah. Right. Yeah. really sort of put it on the map, I guess, in that way. So it was kind of instantaneous. Friends of yours were scalping tickets to high school. That is really intense.
3: Yeah. And then so I remember when he got drafted first overall being like, oh, shit. Like it was immediately from like. Cause I play I play video games a lot, so bat, like basketball video games, I was I'm like, oh, like now I have someone like I don't have to trade for everyone on the team. Like <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah. I have someone I can build.
2: <laughs> I don't around. have to
1: invent six eleven Ramon Rivas. Yes, yes, honestly. exactly. Like my custom player still should, still, still should. should, still did, still
2: should. But yeah. uh, good wingman to the real LeBron James <laughs> in the fake video. Yeah, exactly.
3: and then it was it was interesting because like the Cavs almost reshuffled the deck when they got him. They're like, okay, we got him. They hired a new coach. Who was that coach? Uh, his Paul friend? Silas was his That's first right. coach. There we go. Uh, and then, but we had like Bonehead, like Ricky Davis was on that team oh, around man. him. Oh like, yeah, you remember when he tried to do that? He was a rebound away from a triple double, and he tried to
2: self-rebound his own <laughs> yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah, that was literally one of the corniest things. Up until Draymond kicked three dudes in the nuts in this
4: playoff, mm-hmm. that was one of the corniest things I've seen in the NBA. Yes. Yeah, asked. He like shot it.
2: on the rim to get his own rebound. He missed <laughs> yeah. intentionally.
4: They asked him about it, and in in the Press conference. He's like, I wanted to give Cleveland something to be excited
2: about. Missing more shots.
4: said that <laughs> a random <laughs> triple double. Oh yeah, everyone's going home and
3: feeding
2: their families. on uh, it his...
3: And it's funny because like <laughs> Ricky Davis was a bonehead, but like J.R. Smith is probably like a modern incarnation of Ricky. He's Davis, also bonehead. He's a bonehead. Yeah. He could have he could have gone down that same legs. career that same career path. Totally. But, So it's it's interesting how like you kind of had what, like Eric Snows just a point like I don't know there's
2: generational boneheads though
1: you know like Swaggy P is now a new generational bonehead that we could probably expect like the next forty years absolutely Billy and I as Nick fans were watching the game last night and just like when is Jr. gonna fuck this up like what is he gonna do what forty five foot three with twenty one of the shots he had some good he plays good man to man defense like
3: he's he's really like I I said I said this earlier like it almost feels like Wizard of Oz ish (laughs) because like. I've always said Kyrie Irving feels like Allen Iverson without the heart. I True. feel like he got his heart this postseason. Mm. Good point. Uh, Jarrs Smith, no brain. No brain. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Love, no no uh, no, uh, courage. no courage. No courage. No wow. courage. Good Dude. point. So it's oh. like mm. LeBron wow. pulled all that. He's our Dorothy together. He's a, no Cleveland's
2: Dorothy. Go on wow <laughs> that was wow. i was just it put levels. in my place from wow, You corrected man. me properly yeah you, man you, you can't, can't see just... but ramon just grabbed adam's neck with his
1: whole hand <laughs> yeah i, said,
3: I
2: no. crushed his adam's mouth Flipped his dorothy yeah
1: <laughs> and you know what it's like and he as a result like bears the brunt of all the success and all the failure it's but like that's
3: also the first time around he got Everything he wanted like spoiled yes. to like the team, he'd be like, I yes. don't wanna leave right now team be like, Okay and then just like not fly out. <laughs> and then when he went to Miami, he'd be like, Can we just leave later? They'd be like, No, nah, the flight leaves it this time
2: right so, oh oh, okay he like, was like learning how to be a leader in his first go-round
4: with mm-hmm.
3: and then
2: he actually had to to me at least an outsider perspective he had to go somewhere else so that he can come back and be like a proper leader now you know you yeah. need to like go away to come back and do what was right for the city yes. mm-hmm. um i say we segue into the first song let's do it it is the theme song from major league uh the movie that takes place in cleveland mm-hmm. and it's called burn on and uh, By Randy Newman, right? Yeah, Randy, Randy Newman, Newman, who
1: seems to be the musical almost equivalent of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a right. little sweet, a little sad. Right. Right. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> so
2: here's a three minute song uh, that's a little sweet and a little sad Burn On.
0: There's a red moon rising on the Cuyahoga River, rolling into Cleveland to the lake. There's a red moon rising Tumble, the Lord can make you turn, the Lord can make you overflow, but the Lord can make you burn, burn on big river, burn on, burn on, big river.
1: That was "Burn On" by Randy Newman, the opening theme uh, to the song that plays over the opening credits or the opening bit to Major League. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we were saying, over the city or shittyscape of Cleveland.
4: You gotta yeah. love Randy Newman too.
1: Oh
2: my
0: God. Oh,
1: God. Ameri- American classic. American classic Randy Newman. Exactly. <laughs> plays in all those movies. Uh, uh, I do want to sort of zero in on the sort of ma- major controversy of LeBron's professional life, which is when he bounced from Cleveland the first time, decided to go to Miami. Did you guys harbor resentment? What were your feelings about that?
4: Uh... I think harbor resentment is the most understated and polite yeah. way to put. Did you burn, burn the jersey? A lot of people I burned did his not, jersey. But what is we funny know. is all uh, the majority of my scumbag friends were in that video yeah. and did that. Get out of here, really? Yeah, like I, I, I was watching TV when they were covering it. And I'm like, oh, my God, those idiots.
2: <laughs> did you think LeBron's never coming back
4: now? Yeah.
2: When, he, when, oh, when Cleveland what? did that.
4: <laughs> what? Not to mention the letter. We're talking about something that has just happened, and you asked that question. Right. And even knowing what I know now, <laughs> I'm like, right. there's no way he's coming back. <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh-uh. Yeah. right. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would you come back? <laughs>
3: right. Well, I remember...
4: <laughs> we hate you. You're never coming back.
3: <laughs> that last season, I got to go to a playoff game. I went to Game 5 versus the Bulls. Hell yeah. And... I had pretty good seats, and I remember, like, cheering and being into it, but, like, no one else seemed to be. Like, everyone else seemed to be, like, just, uh, like, there for, like, a status thing and wasn't necessarily, like, into it. Okay. And, like, because it, and once you get to playoff basketball, the fans who are living and dying by every possession are priced out of the experience. True. So right. They're in the bars everywhere in town or at their houses. And uh, I remember during the Boston series – when there was that blowout at home and the fans booed him, that's yes, hard booed. You get booed in on the, your home court like that in the playoffs, and then at the same time, there's all these rumors swirling around from the, in Cleveland that uh, one of your teammates banged your mom. That's that was what, that's that running. Was... That is running hard <laughs> in the general public. Yes, so okay. it's like you you're in a city you, west yeah Delonte you're in west. a city you grew up you grew up and you get drafted first overall right The city's supposed to love you you're getting booed at your you're job get boo, i get booed at my job and, man, and you think someone's fucking my mom there's bad my news is,
4: everywhere there's
3: bad news everywhere and i remember i wrote i wrote a blog about it at the time that like i understand like i understand that's a shitty feeling i understand the need to leave but know that if you leave, the type of shitty person that booed you, that is expecting you to perform instead of just appreciating your, your what you do, yep. right? that's going to be the fans everywhere in New York or in L.A. Right. And it's going to be that's universal. fair weather fans. Fair weather that's fans. universal. Because like, as comics... I would love to live in Cleveland and just work out of there the rest of my life, but you have you have to leave like go it, and grow you have to go and grow the and night. then ho- hopefully at some point you can go back, of course
2: like LeBron did right. You know, he's. I think I believe he was on record as saying that when he went to Miami, it was kind of as if he never went to college, and he literally needed that escape from his yep. hometown for a second. He yeah. said that everyone else gets that opportunity to like go away for a minute and then like go to their profession. He's like, I went from my school to my job in the same city, and that was the first time like it really like humanely because the decision was kind of a nightmare. Where I was like, oh, now I can like respect and yeah. understand why he needed to do that because I didn't have the intel of like what's happening literally
1: inside yeah, the stadium like- and stuff like that from an outsider's perspective gotta spray your rings a little bit and he talks so much about I know this has like been sort of a, a popular narrative but trying to learn the corporate champion culture from Pat Riley Pat mm-hmm. Riley you know, right. for the first three weeks of training camp they don't touch a ball it's just defense it's all business that's funny his it's generation so
2: of basketball players are like the most open about like, like wanting to like succeed in the corporate world of basketball like True. the Carmellos the, the, and it seemed like it didn't necessarily carry over to this younger generation or like one click younger where they're so openly like yeah and like I also want to be the first billionaire Dollar athlete like right. Steph Curry might very well be but like yeah. you don't really him you don't
1: hear him playing that narrative
4: yeah, yeah. kind of weird
1: it just must have been hard for LeBron just to, like, be shuffled, like, have an icon status wearing that since you're 14. Like, yeah. you're already an icon in your own city and, like, a national icon by 18. Just right. the pressure of that and having to lead, quote-unquote, lead men twice your age that are your colleagues. Right. Yeah. And they're all looking to you. It's like, the pla- like you said, remember, the plane doesn't take off until LeBron says it takes off. Yeah. And he's telling Paul Silas that, who's, like, a 55-year-old man with a grandkid. Yeah. And, like, this 18-year-old runs the show.
2: Mm-hmm. So really he does depends. the decision... I mean, from, like, a national narrative, I'm watching it totally captivated because, A, I think he might be coming to the Knicks. But you guys are watching from it a completely different way. Like, I when would... you're watching the decision, what is that to you? i like, would thinking that feel at the like?
4: time that for the first time in Cleveland sports history, we're not going to lose an athlete because right. we didn't have the money. Right. We had all the money. This have... guy, Dan Gilbert, would do anything to keep – he is all about keeping what's important to him close to him. Yeah. And, and so I went into Morgan. it going like, this is just a stunt. This was great. He raised a lot of money for charity. Right. I am still scared, but no, we have all the money. Exactly. Right?
1: We have all of it. Right. And he has all the reason in the world to come back home. Yeah. To stay Why home. would
4: you do that? You did it. You did oh it. my God. You did it. <laughs> he says,
2: he says Miami. Is that when the
4: riots start? Is taking that when the jerseys start getting burned? Is it literally uh, taking my talents taking to my South talents Beach? Taking South Beach is exactly <laughs> when the... Uh, People just really left their house, left the bar, <laughs> and yeah. said time I to I was riot. on a bachelor party that night. <laughs> really? yeah It turned into the worst bachelor Yikes. party of all time. Rage party. Comedian Ryan Stout was working hilarities that night okay. in downtown Cleveland. Great, hilarious comic. Yes. Okay. And in the middle of his act... Uh, all of a sudden a bunch of people check their phone and they go outside and they come back and they just leave. They're like done. That's one of two <laughs> things. That <laughs> is
2: yeah. either a terrorist attack or LeBron has left your hometown and what's the difference? What's yeah. the difference
4: to Cleveland? <laughs> I mean, I didn't even want to go out. I didn't even want to drink on this night. <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm too sad to It was drink. the <laughs> worst. It was already the worst bachelor party, but this made it the official worst bachelor he party. He
2: goes to Miami and they have a pyrotechnic laced ceremony welcoming him and Chris Bosch to to join Dwayne Wade. That was pretty and intense. And he says, We're not going to win one championship, we're not going to win two. And I think he goes up to like six or seven. Do smart. you guys at this point hate? LeBron James, or do you still have that hometown? He's still one of us. I don't like that he's doing it. it You crossed over. I
4: mean, it couldn't... The best part about this whole villain (laughs) version of him... Oh, and he was villainized. The heat... Their uniforms were black, man. Right. That's what a villain wears. Right. Darth Vader of basketball teams. Yeah, yeah. And then this overproduction at this point in my gear, officially everything I The pageantry was
2: pretty bad. Yeah. That, That seemed like what LeBron regrets now. He seems so like by the books and like centered and like, this is how we're doing it, why we're doing it like and that all that those fireworks doesn't seem like what he he's could got. have been
4: the only thing that could have made me matter is if the Steelers showed up and they were <laughs> high-fiving each other. <laughs> he like plays tight end for the Steelers yeah. too somehow. Yeah, it does seem like I mean
1: I I thought it was It was, like, obviously wrapped in the decision that it was very controversial. I also was hoping very much that he was going to come to the Knicks, but frankly assumed that he was going to stay in Cleveland. That was what I thought he was going to say. Because why do you
2: go to a boys and girls club? Why do you, like, put all this, like, charity around it and stuff and, like, do great for everybody else except your hometown? Yeah. It was just, like, a
1: strange way of saying goodbye. Yes. But then it was also this thing of, like, of course you, like, you, Billy, you understand it as, like, his, like, almost proxy, like, collegiate experience, leaving his hometown, literally Mm -hmm. leaving, like, his parents' town Going right. away for, for a couple years. of years and then coming back. right? And to me, it was like uh, this thing of like LeBron maybe was a reluctant leader or a reluctant alpha, kind of wanted to share the burden a little bit with yeah, and I mean, Chris Bosh very deliberately. I definitely think that
3: um he'll, he left to, to do what he needed to do, but like Cleveland didn't, I didn't begrudge him that because right. like I said, I have to leave at some point, but... <laughs> LeBron wasn't all of Cleveland for me. Right, like he was just a you were portion, able to separate it. He was just a portion of what was happening. But like around, I want to say a year or two before he left, or maybe the same year he left, Forbes put out a, a most miserable cities Jesus. list, and Cleveland was number one. Cleveland yeah. not catch a media a, break. No. <laughs> but then I didn't know it was that bad. Then, but because of that, there was this huge backlash to like, no, my city's dope. Right. So there's this very like That's nice. thing started happening. So definitely around like 2010 there was those, all this energy started happening unifying and, like unifying but also like makers Mart, like independent ch- kind of started turning uh, along. money so, started like,
4: happening too. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Good. So like people started like, you know, this this uh this dude um he was a, just a sous chef in New York. Mm-hmm. He got drunk one night and woke up and he had bought a food truck while he was drunk so he could no longer afford to live in new york he take dro- your
2: time with this story i'm so interested he
3: drove back to cleveland sure and he went to there's a place called the west side market which is like a you know an open air food market and he went stand to stand and a couple people gave him a line of credit for one week he started cooking making doing the food truck crushing it went to the city to file permits and the food they were like what are you a hot dog truck because there had never been A food truck in Cleveland. Food truck pioneer. So now, fast forward to now, there's like 30, 40 independent people taking chances, opening their own thing, doing their own thing. Yep. And that dude has a hand in like three three or four physical restaurants
2: that have employees and all this shit. So it's just like, That'll teach our listeners to get drunk wherever you wake up. Assume you own it and pursue that for the rest of your life. Just do it. of your life.
1: Follow your blackout
3: mistakes. All these people started just kind of doing their own thing. Like At the same time, I started producing these accidental comedy shows that just kind of like people I was a fan of that weren't getting worked at the clubs. I would help bring them to town and then just like run – independent like yep, showcases right. and
2: open mics and whatever that post-recession like city america was pretty cool people were just like you know what i gotta listen to my instincts yeah. i gotta like look out for number one right now which is a really good thing for comics because comedians you know it's like mostly yes we tour with other people but it's us and us mm-hmm. you know like we go back to the hotel or we go back to our place and we think about our set we don't really have a lot of people we could bounce it off of mm-hmm. and 2008 forced a lot of people to have to behave that way yeah and that means like investing in a food truck and being like this is what it is right now yep. you know yeah. what i
1: mean? It's fascinating. And LeBron going to Miami was almost his, like, driving his food truck back to New York. Yeah, was no, just, just like, his, he like- just,
3: and he went, he, you know, you have to go, everyone thinks every move or decision you make is final. Right. And like, you know, this is, oh, this is the relationship I'm going to be in the rest of my life. This is blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, sometimes you just level each other up and then you go and then some other shit and maybe you come back and maybe you don't, but totally. like. Life is an, it's a RPG. Exactly. And you're just trying to get some mana points. <laughs> you know? I
1: love the notion of leveling leveling each other up. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, real. I mean, LeBron really leveled Cleveland. Yes. up. That's real though. Yeah. And now,
3: now it can believe
2: in itself in a way that hasn't it hasn't been before. And Miami legit leveled LeBron up as That's a leader true, too. Yes, That's He true. learned from Wade, but he also like learned how to out. talk to people, what he could get away with, who he could yell at, so that when he came home, he was like. I'm fully engaged now. I don't need any more lessons. Now yes. it's just time to put it to work. Absolutely. Um let's go to the second act, Break. Let's do it. Space Jam. We'll talk about it in the third act because your boy LeBron's about to star in it. From the first one, hit him high. Hit you him remember high for that
1: one? The monsters? Yeah.
2: Get it. Let's uh let's hit him high. Let's do it. We'll be right back.
1: Greeting
3: earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. <laughs>
0: Coming through like a train, knocking gonna take over the whole world, is my goal, with my unstoppable crew, taking all control, you can't get none of this, we're running this, well take a, earth shake a three point gun in this, get out the you don't wanna move, I'm coming right through you It's like inch by inch and step by step I'm closing in on your position and destruction is my mission no, eight is not enough, The whole squad better it duck It's like switch when I bust, now your whole crew is dust Coming through my area, I'ma have to bury you The real screen team on your screen scene It's like showdown in the ring, tell me who wanna tangle the together Which doctor, neighborhood, superhero Tamed. You won't like it when I change, and you a type strange. Make low maniacal, monster in the game. And I got my eye on you, dead shot aim. as free throws keep coming down like rain. You feeling me, I'm feeling you, the monster game. I'm telling you, pass me the rock, now I'm headed to the basket. Get up out my way, it's what you better do. My tactics is unsportsmanlike conduct, you better ask it. Don't get no better than that. You got my drip, you get stripped like by ball handling, who by swag hammer. Danger. You dealing with official hoop bangers with hang time like a coat hanger jump with thunderous 360 degree tight dunks What up, Dr. Monster Funk? lightning strikes, the court lights get dim supreme competition is about to begin up off the rim, finessing it moves is animated, uh, once I get to in I can't be depleted yeah. a rugged part of my monsters is getting money, money when clicks money. get to bugging, I'm snatching up their bunnies, uh, every step I take shakes the ground, I make you break your ankle, son. shake you down, this is my planet, I'm about business, the best that ever done it, can I get a witness, no uh, uh, a cumulus uh, cloud bring darkness up above, you ain't
1: That was the song Hit em High from the original movie Space Jam, right. starring Billy's favorite player, Michael Jordan. Right. I'm wearing
2: a Michael Jordan jersey right now, and yep. this is relevant to you, dudes. I was rooting for LeBron. I was kind of going back and forth based on what was happening until Draymond started kicking dudes. And then right. I was like, all right, word. I'm just not going to root for the Warriors. But then I started considering that the Cavs can save my beloved 72 and 10 Bulls. You preserve majesty. that record.
4: Yeah, you know, we had somebody at the party who was uh, – Every, he would chirp in on that very stat every once in a while from Joe Kilgallen from Me, Chicago. Of course. And of course. he's like, oh, you know, the, the real thing I'm happy <laughs> about here is I'm like, we're also happy because <laughs> of this. My
2: favorite meme that I've seen is 73 and 9 looks is good, but 72 and 10 has a better ring to it. Oh, that's right. Nice. Which is so just, nice. uh, you know, Mike's yeah. going to be losing. Subtle shade. Yeah, yeah. subtle shade. Which oh, is the that. opposite of we got to talk about
0: LeBron.
3: Oh, dude, LeBron came off the plane when they landed in Cleveland. In a first of all, the Go. team came out and J.R. Smith Ooh. just had no shirt. That shirt so awesome. Because
1: they had lost it hours No hard.
3: shirt, yeah. just a boner. <laughs> just
2: very clearly has an erection on a uh, coming off of the plane. They called Cleveland Media and said we're gonna be six hours late. We need to stop in Vegas for a Yeah. <laughs> that is the most baller that's, move. Yes,
3: that's so fun. Team plane, reroute. Yeah. And then LeBron comes off the plane in a Ultimate Warrior shirt. It says the words ultimate, ultimate warrior. And it has the pro wrestler on yeah. it. Shade, super shade. And then uh, to 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 icing on the cake, he has a little hat that has the Kermit sipping tea meme God. thing on it. Yeah, so he's just like.
1: He's
2: just super shade, just everything but a cape. Good, you know, he's just (laughs) (laughs)
1: truly just spite. The cape is implied. Yeah, the cape is implied. Because
2: in this finals, this was one of the first times where dudes didn't seem like they were just like bowing down to LeBron. It seems like he's had this free pass, probably because he earned it, being like the alpha, clearly best basketball player for the last ten years. Right. But this this week, Clay Thompson was like, like defending Draymond, calling him a bitch, and there was just like. People which weren't respecting him, like no. like you just never treated, he was never treated like that. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. He, he even said, "I take the high road." He's mm-hmm. like like I could go to do that. I take the high road. But when you walk off that plane dressed in those clothes, it's yeah. like you earned it, dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to take LeBron for granted. I mean, like America and the basketball watching community so easily took his greatness for complete granted. He was so great that it was hard to conceive. Almost in the similar way that like Tiger Woods or like Djokovic or any of these people that dominate these sports right. to such a you'll never degree, be bad. It's impossible. So we have to, as an NBA community, we have to look for the newest, shiniest thing, like Steph, mm-hmm. and like what's the new thing now. Right. Uh, but this was a real reminder. Whenever LeBron just decides to plant his feet and remind you that he's the platonic ideal of a human athlete. Yeah. Oh god, it's really inspiring. <laughs> and I think a lot of sports fans too have uh kind of like allowed
2: themselves to believe that like Steph has passed him. And what was interesting to me was watching LeBron in like the semifinals and finals and think does he be- does he worry that like his crown yeah, has been like that he the torch is already out of his it hasn't head. been exactly. yet it was taken from him mm. he didn't pass any torch it was just like quickly and slyly like two years in a row it's like damn the crown has been taken off his head and that's like <clears throat> that's a very scary it's like when your dog limps for the first time <laughs> and you're just like oh this is like the beginning of bad news you know <laughs> I'm like gonna
3: go ahead and throw richard jefferson being on the calves this year yo. This dude
2: was washed up like six years steroids ago. that's my question
3: steroids No, i just think he Speed has burst Where did he <laughs> i get don't that, know yeah. what But he's just – he's like the old man and he – that old man in the rec who's just got game still has but so that much old game. man
2: usually is the dude posted up at three and can just drain threes Richard Jefferson was like cutting the lane he was making Kevin Love look fundamental old. just a yes. hard-working dude All yep. over the floor. offensive rebound still uses his springs yes mm-hmm. it's I, true
1: it's speaking of Kevin Love I feel like he his entire postseason was redeemed his shitty ass postseason and mediocre career so far in Cleveland no disrespect was totally redeemed in that one defensive possession chasing Curry out on the three-point line towards the end of the game just kept uh, in front of him enough to that Curry missed that three. Didn't leave his feet. Didn't leave his feet. And like to me, I was like, Kevin Love redeemed himself in that moment com- almost completely. So we're talking about the future of LeBron James. He got Cleveland the ring. He got the
4: 52-year championship drought absolved. That
2: monkey's off the city's back. Do you think LeBron James retires a calf?
4: i Man, see that's it right there. Is it? it, that's, it that it, feels like the final you want question. To say, in why would not you? Oh, you're on the Lakers. Here's, oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm just like I, so I, they're already talking about that on the radio. Yeah, and we can't even. Like, we can't even. One enjoy. day, not even a day. Oh, baby. and now, I'm, and now I'm the dick. No, First, no we're gonna okay. let Just bring it one step closer. I'm actually Here's just what,
3: curious. I have a, this is an outlandish theory I've developed Please recently. Go. Is that LeBron will retire right now? Go on. Right. Because if you want to be, if he wants to be the movie star global thing, you do you it. want to do you want to put more mileage on your knees and walk around like Bill Russell in two years, so yeah. you can't be an action star? Richard Jefferson already did. Richard yeah. Jefferson
2: won the chip, and he was like, "I'm good here. Yeah, but, I'm done." So
3: like, and if you, the, uh, if he if he's because he could be like the Rock. What oh, the Rock is starting to do absolutely. now? Absolutely. I forget who it was. Was like, would you put money on the fact that The Rock would win an Academy Award before you die? Yes. Definitely. Definitely. He will get a dramatic role. Charming, charisma. And LeBron has that, yes. right?
1: He'll have his Jamie Foxx in Ray Charles move. The Rock will have that. Yes, he'll have that turn. Yeah, yeah.
2: LeBron loves basketball too much, though. I appreciate your, I, I, but I, that's, that's just a, that's a, that's good a big outla- stabs, like though. I said. It's just a weird. But put yourself on not. record. Put yourself on record. So when even the false articles start coming out saying that may be the case, you can be like, look I what I said. It. No one remembers. <laughs> no. no one remembers when you're wrong. No. But just take those big stabs, and maybe you're right. But I, but I definitely. Jordan to the Wizards type LeBron move for the last two years. It's just like, no. I always wanted to live I in mean, New York. I mean, the only thing I could
3: see him doing is if he goes and wins a title with one more team, has anyone ever done a, three. a championship with three different Robert franchises? Robert right? Uh, yeah, I guess that would be the only thing. He was King. Rockets
1: and Lakers. I wonder if
3: he
2: had a th- Spurs, maybe two. Yeah, Robert Ory might Spurs. have been
1: that. may have been that third. Yeah. yeah,
2: and yeah, but that doesn't seem like a pursuit that LeBron would like necessarily. Like, I want to be the first one to I don't, win three rings. I don't know what
3: LeBron's pursuit is. He might need to get one more MVP so he can just. De- you know,
2: that's interesting. Like, what is I, what is he chasing? Cause because
3: if he wants to get Jordan's six rings, right, he can. He's he can play there. basketball for probably seven, eight more years, definitely that's at least.
2: Yeah. But the question is, like, does he need to do it? Does he need to win multiple for Cleveland now? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Because the job, he said, I'm going to come back and finally bring Cleveland the ring. The question is, does he want to keep doing it with Cleveland?
4: Mm-hmm. I would prefer he does. What narrative doesn't... Right. That's the best narrative. It's... Uh... Again, it's... Uh, you can't... At this point, he could murder a family and just be like, we need it for more wins next year. And we'd be like, all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know
1: what? He actually has a point.
4: He, yeah. uh, I mean, he could do anything and it would yeah. be disappointing but what he's done for this, if anybody held it against him by even leaving and just going away you, again, right I don't think anybody would care. No yeah. doubt. His I mean, jo- how could
2: you his care? His job is done. His yeah. job is he, done. You, what he promised, he delivered.
1: Yeah. Everything else is great. Name somebody in. else who's ever done that. No, he called it Babe Ruth. I would it's like the equivalent of like Barry Ruth calling his shot and hitting a home run. It's like, what is this, magic? Right, LeBron yeah. coming be like, I'm gonna bring Cleveland a title. It's like, okay, magician, relax. Yeah. And
2: how cool if he set a new precedent, because like Durant is a free agent right now, and they're saying that he might want to go back to the Wizards just because he's from Washington. Oh, how yeah. cool would it be and Carmelo's kind of from Brooklyn, though he's really from Baltimore, but he came back to the Knicks. How cool would it be if that trend started picking up? Because that's kind of like back home. <laughs> that is that's a post-recession type thing, though, where a lot of chefs, like even you mentioned, they're like, you know, my cooking back home, I had to go away and learn more things, but now I'm ready to open my restaurant back in my city and like mm-hmm. put my city on my back. That would be a pretty cool trend because that's always fun for like tournament ball, where True. suddenly it's like the South shows up and you expect Brooklyn to win, but yeah. then the West comes in and wins. Yes, that'd be pretty slick if the Generals, every team, just started having their own hometown boy. Yeah, man. Would it, you
1: guys be into LeBron owning the Cavs? Like, in I mean, I'm sure he owns the here, team.
3: Here's here's what I'm sure is going to happen. I'm sure Dan Gilbert's already been like, hey, you have some stake in us for. Ever. Ever. Right. You know, like, that's, I think that's just
2: assumed. Magic Johnson point. and the Lakers, mm. kind of one of those type things. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, um, I just, I don't know. We'll take care of him regardless. LeBron, when he opens his fucking used car lot <laughs> <Exactly>. or whatever, <laughs> right his used Kia dealership. He already owns and, a pizza chain,
2: doesn't he? Yeah. He's,
3: he, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll right. Be, people love him for the, like, there were already, when he left, there were people who still loved him. Yeah. You know, like, it's not, it's like when your parents get divorced. You never think they're going to get back together. But if they're friendly with each other, you're like, oh, this is better than when they were married. A right. so surprisingly not...
2: optimistic look from someone
3: from Cleveland. I
1: think yeah. that's a very positive awesome. disposition. I like
2: that. Very good. Right, but
3: I'm also way chiller than most people. That's what your business card says.
4: <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with what Ramon says, but my neck hurts from staring at the ground for so long. Mm, from, from from just not being able to look up and, and be positive about anything i
2: mean johnny Manziel like, just bottomed out on your browns oh, so man. it's just like See,
4: i called that shot i was like well, yeah, as like, soon as we drafted i'm like this is gonna be a nightmare a sh- well you and, know when the and, cowboys pass and, on him it's and like and that's a, a, yeah.
3: and that is an example of how shitty a passionate a be, being so passionate can be because that year we had the browns had brian hoyer as their starting quarterback most people don't know who but he grew up in Cleveland, went to high school oh, wow. at St. Ignatius, which is little less than three miles from Brown Stadium. You can yep. see it from you almost can wow. the street. And, wow. And... Wow. He undrafted free agent somehow starting for his hometown team. Amazing, three
2: miles away from his high school. Season.
3: How is that not a narrative you're writing with all season? This same. Season. That's the same season we drafted Johnny Manziel. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's
3: a weird clamor of people uh-huh. be like Manziel, bro. Yeah. Why isn't he? And here's the thing: shot yourself in the foot. Brian Hoyer was coming off ACL surgery on his knee. Damn. Okay. So Johnny Manziel, they traded up to draft you first overall. Your competition is a unsigned undrafted free agent quarterback coming off of acl surgery the job is yours the job is yours work hard take this shit yeah (laughs) opposite couldn't opposite couldn't was was mad he didn't just get it yeah you know wasn't ready to work for it and earn it poor didn't get it uh mold, molt soaked got his opportunity when a Hoyer got injured right played okay and then when he didn't get the job the next week when they gave it back, he just soaked. mentally fell apart. He's soaked. He's just, you know, and it's like, but because Cleveland's pa- fan base is so rabid and, like, we want this now, so, like, Hoyer, you're losing? All right, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> we need something Zell's new. Idea. like this Something right that be comfortable. And that passion is there in Cleveland for sports, for the Browns, for the Cavs, for the Indians, but not for, like, the police department not <laughs> for like the city officials who are corrupt as shit not yeah. for like it's and like when you love something you have to love all of it so like I love it enough to want that shit to be better no Great. doubt
2: amen we all watched the game last night and I think we all every guy in this room can agree that we all love LeBron James oh my yes. god exhilarating that is the No Joke Podcast it's a bonus episode and we were very very lucky to have you dudes yes Ramon Rivas and thank Ryan Dalton
1: thank you guys very very much for chatting with us we really appreciate it we feel your Cleveland pride we <laughs> so feel it we this feel is it. the No Joke Podcast I am Billy Scott. Fury. I'm Adam Lustig and we will
2: talk to you guys next week thanks for listening that was a HeadGum Podcast